This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 3rd. And we head into Labor Day weekend on a six-game winning streak for your Philadelphia Phillies. Rain out on Thursday, yesterday, excuse me, rain out on Wednesday, yesterday. They get back at it, down six to nothing, and they win the game. It is, uh, we'll get into it all. It is, it's stunning. What a, I don't, I don't ever in my life remember a yo-yo season like this, a yo-yo team where, you know, they go from legitimate to contender to completely out of it to legitimate contender again in, in the span of, you know, a few weeks. It's really been a a wild, wild ride. We'll dive all into it. First and foremost, no show yesterday. Um, took a while to get into the studio for um, for work and to do the show and all that. And obviously because of, you know, all the issues with the rain and the flooding and all that, uh, I was super late. Um so no show yesterday, but I, w- I was lucky. I was incredibly lucky. Um, and, you know, me being late for work was, you know, my, my toughest hardship. But, uh, and, and, you know, before we get started, just thoughts and prayers to everyone out there affected by the rains, by the tornadoes, by the floods. Um, just devastating to see the, the um, devastation that were caused by the tornadoes, by the storm, the flooding. I mean, just... Just awful, awful stuff, and anyone who has had to go through something in this, um, from something as, as small as a flooded basement to something as big as a tornado hitting your house or, or whatever in between, um, I'm just, I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that and uh, obviously thinking about you and wishing the best, and um, you know, it was just a really, it was a scary night and a scary day, and um, you know, a lot of people in this area are going through a lot right now, so... Definitely keep them in our thoughts. All right. So I'll go Phils. You know, look, uh, tough time yesterday. The Phillies have tried to raise people's spirits lately. That's for sure. As six straight wins for this Phillies team. It's unbelievable. Again, how many times have I sat here and, and gone back and forth? Oh, they're definitely winning the division. Oh, they're definitely not winning the division. I mean, it's just it's the uh, the amount of swings with this team and, and true swings in belief in what I think about them has been uh, like uh, I, I, my head hurts from swinging back one way to the other so much. You know, it's uh, it's it's been a ride, that's for sure. And I, I think I'm at the point now where they are now two back in both the division and the wild card. The Braves win late last night in Colorado, six to five, a close game. They're up three nothing. Then the 
Rockies took a 5-3 lead. Charlie Blackman, a grand slam. You're feeling great. And then the Braves battle back. A big Adam Duvall home run. They end up winning 6-5. So the Phillies only two back still uh, as we head into play today. Three more in Colorado for the Braves. Three in Miami for the Phillies. We've talked about it. The Rockies, one of the best home teams in the sport. So not three easy games for the Braves. And theoretically, it should be three easy games for the Phillies in Florida against the Marlins, who have been absolutely god-awful. But it's the Phillies in Florida against the Marlins, right? So, you know, I don't think any of us are going to feel comfortable until the series is over. It is pretty wild to think that that a team that hadn't won six straight since whatever it was, 2012 or whatever, like 20, uh, whatever it was. I think it was seven straight since 2012, six straight since 2017, I think it was. Um has won eight and six straight in a season uh, this year. It's it's pretty funny. It's uh you know and look I know the competition is bad. I mean this national team is horrid. I get it. Trust me, I get it. But Phillies play a lot of hard teams over the this last twenty nine game stretch to close out the season. A lot of hard teams, as we've talked about. They only have two more series against teams with winning records right now, and those are against the Braves and the Brewers. And that's it. That's it. It is. A lot of fluff on the schedule. The Orioles and the Pirates and, you know, the Rockies in Philly. You know, it's, there's, there's a lot of very beatable teams, not to mention the Marlins left twice. So that is, you know, you got to be able to handle these teams. you got to be able to take care of business. You have to be able to win these games. And, of course, you know, of course we'd have a bunch of games with the Marlins in September, right? That just feels right. And right's not even the word. It just feels like that's how this season is going to play out. You know, it just does. <laughs> you know? um, but regardless, look, again, um, I think where I'm at is I'm just going to try and enjoy the ride. I mean, they're fun to watch again. I mean, yesterday down 6 nothing, and they fight back and win. Again, you know, I know it's against the Nationals, but that's uh, a baseball game that's a blast to watch. You know, no matter who you're playing as a fan of the Phillies, what a fun day. My team comes back from 6 nothing to win a game. And granted, thank you, Nationals. Thank you, Luis Garcia of the Nationals, for making one of the just worst errors you'll see considering the situation and the spot. We'll go through the entire game. But um, but you know what? Whatever it takes, right? And the Phillies win again. Win again. Six straight. Six straight wins for this team after losing 12 of 16 or whatever it was, 11 of 15, 12 of 16. So it's like eight straight, 11 of 15 losses, six straight. What is that? What is that? What kind of team does that? <laughs> so hard to so hard to wrap your head around what they are. And the funniest part of this little six-game stretch, and really seven, if you go back to the 8-7 loss against the Diamondbacks before they won three straight against them and three straight against the Nats, the Phillies have scored at least seven runs in every one of those games, and exactly seven in six of seven games, with 12 being the other. So they've gone 7-7-7-12-7-7-7. Seven, 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 seven in their last seven games, and they've been doing it with a lineup that that is full of guys we never heard of prior to the last couple of weeks. You know, it's it really is crazy that you know the other night. I mean, the funniest thing is is you know seven runs scored in six of the last seven games, and twelve in that seventh game, and the twelve was the the most absurd lineup of all of them. It was a lineup where your five, six, seven, eight was was Jorge Bonifacio, Ronald Torres, um. Matt Veerling and Raphael Marshawn. I mean, come on. That's like a, a Lehigh Valley lineup. I mean, what is that? And they put up a 12 spot. 
So I I don't know how they're doing it from an offensive perspective. I mean, part of it obviously is just the stunning, brilliant season we're getting from Bryce Harper, who has really truly thrown this team on his back in a way we haven't seen a Philadelphia player do in a while. Um, a Phillies player doing a while where he is just so clearly the heart and soul and MVP of this team. I mean, I think, you know, you look at the rest of this team and what they are, uh, you know, I think he should be the MVP. I I think it's going to be a fascinating MVP race because it's going to come down to Freddie Freeman, Bryce Harper, and Fernando Tatis. One of those three will win it as far as I'm concerned. And it's going to come down to this month. Do the Braves make the playoffs? Do the Padres make the playoffs? Do the Phillies make the playoffs? How does the month play out? Does Bryce Harper go nuts again? Does Freddie Freeman go nuts and get him in the playoffs? Does Tatis do that? It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be a super fun to watch. Bryce Harper is right in it. Dude is batting 305 with a 418 on base percentage and a 589 slugging percentage. I mean, that's that's goofy stuff. I mean, that's an OPS well over 1,000 right now. I mean, Bryce Harper is just having a magical, magical season and really, really, you know, really putting this team on his back in an impressive way. But that's the thing is outside of Bryce and, you know, Segura, who's been struggling lately, but in general has been great. And then McCutcheon, I mean, like JT has been bad. I mean, this this lineup, how are they doing it? You lose reason, then you score seven straight in seven games. It's uh, seven or more. It's it's. It's been shocking. It's been stunning. And it's been exciting. And that's where I'm at. Look. Can I tell you that I think the Phillies are going to win the division? No. Can I tell you that I think the Phillies are going to win wild card? No. Can I tell you they're not going to win those things? No. So, you know what? Even if I don't have faith, let's say, that they're going to get it done, I have hope again. You know, I'm hopeful they're going to get it done, and I'm certainly excited about watching them. I'm not, look, we did the whole, I think, you know, if you listen to this show, you remember me being the, the uh, self-proclaimed idiot. I feel like an idiot for for buying back in on this team when they had the eight-game win streak, and then you know breaking our hearts. And what it felt like was the season was over, and now we're back. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let myself um, feel too much like an idiot again by saying they're winning it all back. But I am gonna say they're fun right now, and and screw it, I'm gonna dive in and enjoy this run, and I'm gonna hope that they make it happen. Because here's the thing, faith or not. It's really, truly possible. Like, they are two back on September 3rd in both the wild card and the division. That's real. That's real. With an incredibly easy schedule to finish out the season. They are squarely in this right now. And I'm shocked because I thought the season was cooked. I thought it was as cooked as it gets after that 12, 16, 11, 15, whatever it was. Done. See ya. No more Hoskins? Well, nail in the coffin. Team is cooked. They're not cooked. They're back. They're in it. And they might not finish it out, but I think they're going to give us a fun September. I think they're going to give us a fun September. I really do. And look, I know, this the last few years, 2018, 2019, 2020, what's the tie that binds those three seasons together? It's a disastrous, crippling September. It has been the hallmark of this group of Phillies. So I'm not going to say that they won't crush us again in September because, again, evidence says they will. I get that. But they're right in it heading into September. And Bryce Harper is easily the best player the Phillies have had heading into a September since 2011 or whatever, 2012. You know, like they are, um, they have that going for them. They, as a team, are playing as well 
in at the beginning of September and into September as they have each of the, any of the last three years. Like the last three years, they were already floundering at the end of September. At least now they're they've got their floundering out of the way and they're getting hot again. Again, an eight game win streak and a six game win streak in a season, and we're in the middle of the six gamer. Like that doesn't happen with this Phillies team the last few years, right? So. Um, again, I'm not saying I think they're going to do it, but I think it's okay to get excited and it's okay to, to buy back in on this team and jump in and, and ride the wave. Look, sports are supposed to be fun and this is fun. And yeah, it might hurt in the end. They might not get it done, but this is fun. The Phillies are giving us a September. They're giving us something to be excited about when we need it. And I'm grateful. And I really, really hope that this season is different and they can close it out. All right, let's look back at last night, and then we'll look ahead, obviously, to a massive holiday weekend in terms of baseball for the Philadelphia Phillies, as we talked about, with three games against the Rockies for the Braves, and then three games in Miami against the Marlins. Phillies have the easier schedule here, so we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll dive into what's after that, too, coming up. Um, But first, look back at yesterday. Again, really just a stunning win. Um, It really... And if we had not seen this Phillies team own the Nationals so much this season, I think a lot of people would have felt like it was over at 6 nothing. but I don't think anyone did because the Phillies have just done this all year, the Nationals. Yesterday, when they when they did this, this stat was rolling around yesterday, a wild one that you know after their win yesterday, the Phillies became the first team in the history of baseball ever to have seven wins against the same team in the same season in which they came back from three runs or more down in each of those wins. So the Phillies seven times this year have trailed the Nationals by three or more runs and won a game. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. It's asinine. It's stupid. It doesn't seem real. Like, what a ridiculous thing. Like, how is that possible? And they did it again yesterday. So it, even though it was not feeling great, especially because it took them to the sixth inning to get going, but, you know, 6 nothing, you're down. And and let's, real quick, down 6 nothing thanks to one uh, Aaron Nola. Four innings, six earned, six hits, two walks. He stunk again. He stunk again. And if you want to point at someone and say, that's the reason they're not going to get it done in September, point to that guy. Point to that guy. Yet again. Yet again. September Nola is a thing for a reason. It's because you suck in September every year, Aaron. And this year, this year, it's just Nola. We don't need to say September Nola because you've been this guy all year long. He's got a 4-5-4 ERA on the season. Aaron Nola. It's putrid. He's been putrid. What a disappointment. What a disappointment this guy's been. He really has. So... Look, I don't know what he could do or what he could figure out, but he, they need him to figure something out because they do need Nola. And it is crazy. I mean, like, think about this. And I honestly believe this in my soul. If, and look, they're probably going to have to play until the last game and, you know, scheduled out where you'd use Wheeler in the last game. Maybe they have to fight for a division game, a one-game wild card. Like, there's so many ways this could play out at the end, but very few of them as the Phillies being able to, like, actually set up their rotation the way they want it for the playoffs. But let's say that could happen and they, you know... They, they, they win the next five, the Braves lose the next five, and then they kind of coast. Like, let's say, all right, again, probably not going to happen, but let's say. I honestly believe, obviously, Zach Wheeler's your game one starter, no question, done. Get him a rest before then. He's 13 innings shy of his career high in innings. He's clearly a little gassed. Give him a break. But game one's Wheeler, I truly in my soul believe that I would go Kyle Gibson in game two and Ranger Suarez in game three. Aaron Nola, if I could set up my rotation the way I want for the playoffs, would be my game four pitcher. And I might even want to bring Wheeler back on short west if I'm down the series. 
in game four. That's how far Aaron Knowles fallen. Kyle Gibson, without a question, you want that guy starting a playoff game for him. I mean, obviously. I mean, that's like a, the most obvious statement of all time. But Ranger Suarez, yes, that Ranger Suarez, who's pretty cool, calm, and collected, if you ask me. I would rather have Ranger Suarez start a playoff game than Aaron Nola. What a disaster. What a disaster for Aaron Nola. That guy has fallen so far, so quick, and it's a shame. And and the mystifying thing is we've seen this year he has those outings. Like he has had a handful, like five or six just top-notch Aaron Nola outings where he looks completely dominant. He had the 10 strikeouts in a row. He had the complete game shut. He had the 12 strikeout game. Like he's had these great games. And then for some reason, the vast majority of the time, it's just the guy we saw yesterday. And that's a real problem. That's something to keep an eye on as the season progresses. So anyway, they go down 6 nothing thanks to Nola. And then they battle. And shout out to the bullpen, by the way, because from Bailey Falter to Eniel De Los Santos to J.D. Hammer to Sam Coonrod to Archie Bradley and then finally Ian Kenny closing it out, five shutout. Five shutout innings from that bullpen when they needed it. Down 6 nothing. They kept They only win that game because of the bullpen. So shout out to the pen. They get going in the 6. And who is it but... Back and in business, had a nice series. The big home run two games ago, and then a massive bases loaded double for Andrew McCutcheon in the sixth inning, just so desperately needing this here. McCutcheon rips one of the gap and left center. Three runs score at six to three, and now you're breathing again, right? Now you're kind of like, okay, this is a ball game again. Six three. We get to the eighth inning now, and they just grind out some more runs. Who else? Andrew McCutcheon, RBI single. Nick Maton grounds into a fielder's choice, scores a run. Marshawn uh, ends up getting to third on an error, which was an important spot here because the McCutcheon single scored two. Uh, excuse me, the McCutcheon single scored one, then two score on this play here as uh, Galvis scores and McCutcheon score on the ground out and the error. Um, and it's six to six, and now a runner on third, and Oduwa Herrera. Uh, by the way, this error. Let's just recap here. I mentioned it before, Luis Garcia. Nick Mayton like hit the ball right to Luis Garcia. This is an inning-ending double play right here that let these two runs score. An inning-ending double play. The the inning is over. Like done. The the Phillies won the game yesterday because of this error. It was this massive an error, and then the next play, the one that Herrera hits. Garcia hesitates before he goes to second. They could have maybe had a double play there. He hesitated because he thought about going home first. Phillies take a 7-6 lead, and they win. And this was, it was, how refreshing is it to see another team be the one making the massive errors that leads to a win for your team? Right? Right? It felt like watching the Phillies. It was so nice. Thank you, Luis Garcia. So this massive error, then the Phillies score another, and then Ian Kennedy, Archie Bradley, shut it down. A little scary. Ian Kennedy gives up a double and a long fly ball, but you know what? They get it done. Seven to six. A massive win. An exciting win. A fun win. A well-deserved win. A hard-fought win. Like, they did it, man. That was a really nice win. And now you're heading into the stretch run of the season here, and you're right in it again. The Phillies right now are two games back of the Atlanta Braves. The Braves are 71-62. and 62. The Phillies are 69-64. and 64. The Mets still lurking. 66-67 and 67 there. Five games back of the Braves, three games back of the Phillies. Still lurking, but you're feeling pretty good. Then you go to look at the uh, NL Central. The Brewers are way out front. They're 10 games up on the Reds. The Phillies play the Brewers next week, 82-53. and 53. But then the Reds are 72-63. and 63. The Cardinals 
are 68 and 64, and then the Padres are 71 and 63. So we know the Phillies are two games back in the division of the Braves. Now we look at the wild card. The Phillies are trailing the Reds by two games for that second wild card spot. They've actually passed the Cardinals. The Cardinals are now two and a half back of the Reds. So just behind the Cardinals and the Padres, the Padres are a half game back of the Reds. So it goes Reds, half game back of that Padres, a game and a half back of the Padres or the Phillies. They're two back of the Reds. And then the Cardinals are a half game back of that. So it's it's real here. You know, and obviously the division is what you shoot for. It's what you want. It's what you can um, get the most value from. Uh, you know, the, the quickest, easiest way of the playoffs. Um, and obviously you don't have to play a one-game playoff. More than anything, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I don't think it is the biggest thing. But but also, you know, you only have to leap one team. Otherwise, you got to leap two and you got a third right you know, trailing down your neck. But again, the Phillies are squarely, squarely, squarely in it. Squarely in it. Um, and again, it's unexpected, and it's exciting. I, I really, I did not expect to be here. All right, looking ahead, Phillies, Braves. Here's how it's looking coming up. The Braves have these three more games in Colorado. Big series, and the Rockies have their best pitchers going. You got Armando Sensenzela going tonight. He's been great for them. Herman Marquez, all-star for them. Austin Gomber, who's been really good for them. And a weird quirk of a lot of the Rockies pitchers, at least most of these guys, have been better in Colorado this year than on the road, which is so unexpected. Um, So then an easy stretch for the Braves as they have three at home against Washington, three at home against Miami, three at home against Colorado. But then it gets tough again as they have three in San Francisco, four in Arizona, which isn't a hard opponent, but you're still on a West Coast swing, and then three in San Diego before finishing out against the Phillies and Mets to end the season. The Phillies' schedule um, is just easier, and they have some serious stretches where they can make up some ground. So obviously three in Miami this weekend, which you know you can't call easy. We'll just see what happens. Then three in Milwaukee against the Brewers, and then it gets easy for the Phillies. Four at home against Colorado. Three at home against the Cubs. Three in New York against the Mets. Three at home against Baltimore. Four at home against Pittsburgh. That's the stretch, and then they finish out against the Braves and the Marlins on the road. But that stretch there, you know, with the Mets sandwich in between, you have uh, three away games against the Mets, but otherwise we're talking four against, these are all at home, four against Colorado, three at home against the Cubs, three at home against the Orioles, four at home against the Pirates. So you have 14 games there at home against four of the worst teams in baseball, against three of the worst road teams in baseball, um, this is that stretch, and that is the stretch that lines up with the Braves having to go on that West Coast trip. They're going to face the Giants, the Diamondbacks, the Padres. Six games against the Giants and the Padres. Those are two teams that are fighting. The Giants fighting for a division crown and not have to be that second wild or first wild card. The Padres, a half game back of the wild card. They're in it. Like These are teams that are going to be in it, going to be fighting, going to matter. The Phillies are going to be playing teams that are completely and totally out of it. Their season is over at home in Philly. Like, it sets up well. It sets up well. They have to handle business. They can't go on any of these losing streaks again. Like, that has to be done. Like, they have to play the kind of baseball they're playing now. Obviously, they're not going to win every game. But they need to win most games, right? I mean, because, again, you still are two back. And the Braves do have a lot of easy games on their schedule. Like, you got to... Like, if the Braves go 500, you need to be three games better than 500, right? You know, if the Braves go a little over 500, you need to be a little bit better than that. You know, so, like, the Phillies really need to 
they can't have any of these clunkers. They can't have any of these spots where it should be a win and for some reason this, 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 and that happened and they lose whatever. Like, they can't afford that. They can't give outs away. They can't give runs away. They can't make mistakes. Like, this is the time to tighten up and play your best baseball of the season. And I, I know the lineup is not the best baseball lineup of the season you would like to see, but Jankowski back today, Didi back today. You just hope that this group that they have can pull together. Again, this group that they've had has scored seven straight and seven games, you know, which is or seven or more in seven games. Um, so they they can do it. It's smoke and mirrors. I don't know how they're doing it. It's bad opponents, but they're playing a bunch of bad opponents. It's a, a schedule full of bad opponents left. You know, what does that mean for the playoffs if they get there? We won't talk about that, but but it's a schedule full of bad opponents. Handle business, and we could be seeing a playoff team. And how exciting that be? And wouldn't it be... Just so apropos of of to end this ten year drought with this unexpected team, like we talked about yesterday, just this team that that ten times during the season made us think the season was over and then fought back and actually made it happen. It would be such a fun story and Harper MVP. Like, let's go! It's going to be a fun September. Please let it be a fun September. Um, we need it as Phillies fans. We need a fun, even just a fun September. I would take right now. I, if you signed up and said, "Yeah, you can sign for just a fun September," and they they won't make it, I'd be like, "I'll take it." <laughs> That's a step up, but but maybe they can make it, and that'd be awesome. So big, big weekend, long weekend of baseball. Everyone have a wonderful, happy, safe, healthy Labor Day weekend. Uh, and again, thoughts and prayers to everyone out there affected. Um, we're thinking of you here, and um, you know, just um, hopefully um, can all move forward and 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 you know get our way through this. But um, either way, a big weekend, uh, a big weekend. I hope everyone has a great Labor Day weekend. I hope the Phillies have a great Labor Day weekend. And either way. We'll be back to talk about it on Monday, excuse me, on Tuesday. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.